All right, welcome into Better's Last Stand, show number 28. Coach back with us after a uh, hiatus. It seemed like every Wednesday he had a uh, game out at Wheeling College. So, Coach, glad you're back. Yeah. Really anxious to get you uh, get your input on, obviously, the Super Bowl and uh, some of the other ongoings uh, coming up this weekend. But uh, you're a big golf guy, and we're starting to get into the big season swing of golf as they uh, start start heading their way back east here to where we get, uh, you know, big... Uh, Big tournaments and uh, exciting stuff. Uh, obviously, the waste management in Arizona, same spot as the Super Bowl this weekend. So we got some exciting things to talk about. Uh, welcome, and uh, it's good to see you back. Yeah, I'm gonna glad I'm going to be at the Warwood Vets instead of in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona on Sunday because it's going to be <laughs> nuts out there with the traffic and the people. And Imagine the, waiting for a cab. Yeah, and tra- waiting for an airplane, <laughs> trying to get an airplane. They say get there five hours early yeah. to get a plane flight. So I'm, I'm glad I'm going to be in a little old Warwood Vets. Uh, with maybe maybe a hundred people as opposed to to millions and millions, so but it should be a good weekend, a, a really a fun weekend with the you know with the waste management. That's we talked about that at length. Uh, that might be on our bucket list at some point right. for the Pine Room to boys to head there, and then uh, obviously the Super Bowl. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a good weekend. I think I would prefer what you what you say though. Watching it from home or at a bar nearby is going to be a lot better than having to deal with all the chaos and all the the idiots out there yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts we'll be rooting for our numbers uh yes uh on our boards and uh we'll have a lot of fun be with a lot of friends and uh hoot and holler we'll probably have all kind of exciting stuff going on with uh different kind of gambling boards and all kind of fun things and champ will be all excited i'm sure he'll be putting in some huge bets um he well, may he may up at the fifteen or twenty bucks he, this week. He actually, speak of that, he actually bet twenty dollars tonight on Iowa State against the Mountaineers. Ooh, and I like the other side. Nick. Ooh, I, like the I think I think that. I don't know, man. That's a huge game for the Mountaineers. It is. And, and it it, is. Mountaineers. And now it all depends on the Mountaineers. Obviously, as with anybody, if Eric Stevenson can Shoots light it up again, right. uh, but I'm Iowa State plays good defense. They're much different than Oklahoma. Right. They're a much much better team. I mean, it, it, this isn't. This isn't Oklahoma or Auburn. This is this is probably legi- legitimately maybe one of the best teams in the Big Twelve. So right. they'll have their hands full. But but yeah. I I like West Virginia in that game too. Yeah, so. Mountaineers small favorite in the game. Uh, obviously, that's a sign too. Um, you know, ranked team coming yeah. in and they're still favored. So uh, well, know. the Mountaineers traditionally are so much better. We talked right. uh, Jeff Petrie, who's a, a college basketball guru. Uh, he made a lot of good points about what a home home court means to to most of these teams. Yeah. Just uh, you look at teams like Rutgers, uh, yes. West Virginia. Obviously, just the home court is a massive difference in in their record, in their emotion, how they play the game. It's just a just a huge difference. If they were going to Iowa State, Iowa State probably what would you think of uh, was that, six and a half? Yeah, I'd seven? say a couple baskets at least. Yeah. Up, up to probably six at least. Yeah, I'd say six. So so I'd say that that's probably about a nine to ten point swing. Sure. The Mountaineers uh having home field advantage or home court advantage tonight. So I think um uh, I, I like. I'm with you. I think Champ's going to be crying in his uh, Bud Light bucket uh, tonight. I'll, I'll be with him tonight. So he, he's just automatic fade of the Mountaineers. So he just, yeah, he, he does. Just has I mean, that I, in his mind made up that they're not any good. And uh, 
he just goes blindly and bets it. Yeah, and then any favorite, you know, if there's a big favorite right. t- tonight, he's going to be on that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but, but he does put a lot of homework into it. You know, <laughs> right. he, he gets over there and yeah. studies it, and uh, uh, he'll yeah. be a happy man if that hits. He doesn't but, sleep much. He's always studying. That's yeah, yeah, him. yeah. So I'm, uh, I'll am i be with him tonight. Uh, this will be out by the time that's, yeah. that that result is in. Uh, and uh, I hope he, I hope he uh, for his sake, he hits it. So yeah. <laughs> get, him, get him ready for the Super Bowl. We, Who's, has he given an early, his early pick on the Super Bowl? He's yet? not sure. He says you put the pressure on him too much when you ask him about that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really put it on him this time. I'm gonna <laughs> show him a couple hundred dollar bills, and I might actually give him a couple hundred to take over to the track and have him bet on it. And he'll be he'll be shaking worse than he shakes normally. Oh, he was so. yeah. He'll smoke even more cigarettes too because he's been really nervous the last few Saturdays. You've called him and asked him for winners. And it just freaks him out. So yeah, well, I, I'll be anxious because he may he may play some props too this uh, yeah. for this game because I know the I think the, I think actually the national championship game he played a couple of props and then I I, I think some of the uh, the the uh, divisional championship games he I think did. yeah I he remember was going he, through the prop sheet for you yeah because oh that was hilarious <laughs> he was trying to find George Kittle on there and man it took him and he, he was, was read, on the wrong he was page. reading the AFC game. yeah he went down there and, so he was on the wrong page but that was. <laughs> That was comical. If yeah. anybody, if you, you, you're gonna have to post sometime him placing his bets over at the. Yeah, uh, we actually do need to do that. Uh, put it on our social. I always send it out to the group, but yeah, sending placing it, it, watching him place the bets. He's a he's a true pro, though. It's impressive. It is impressive. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll be anxious to hear his uh, his uh, uh, take on the Super Bowl and uh, probably we probably should have brought him on today to give yeah. his uh, insight on the Super Bowl and. Uh, you know, and and the upcoming baseballs. He says baseballs his game. That's his game. Yeah. He says baseball. He he can beat baseball like a drum. I said, what? <laughs> how do you do it? He says it just pitching matchups. Uh, you know, yeah, looking at guys' whips and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, whips. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure he's studied all the rules in baseball. Now he's probably you know with the shift. The, with, with the shift now and the lar- la- larger bases and the. They can only throw over two times. Two times he yeah. probably has already swallowed all that and, right. and put it into a into a formula that he's using to to bet. He gets all his info from the Wheeling paper, so if they didn't have it, uh, it could be trouble. <laughs> he probably just still doesn't know there's been changes in baseball. So. <laughs> no, he never knew any of it. Why didn't he? He always wondered why the shortstop was over on the other side of the base. Yeah, well, champs one of a kind, and uh, you can always. Uh, See him on our uh, on our pages. We'll put we'll put some social. Actually, we'll get I'll get him making his Super Bowl picks. We'll put that up on social media. So at the Pine Room Podcast, check that out. Uh, it's always a good time when uh, champs hit the betting window. So anyway, let's uh, yeah. let's turn to the game itself. Uh, I, I I feel pretty strong about my picks. I know you. I think you and I are on the same side for the most part in this game. Um, Overall thoughts on the game, uh, and, and do you like anything other than the Chiefs, or are you leaning any way on the uh, total at all? You know, it's tough to bet that game under the total. It's just that would be an excruciating bet just to bet that under the total. I I don't know. I I really I would be, if I was going to bet it in the total, I'd probably bet it under the total. Yeah, I like I, under. But I, I'm not real strong on that. I do like the Chiefs a little bit, and I think I'm going to bet that early because I don't. I think that line will move against them. 
Yeah, uh, I think that might actually. Has it moved? Well, all? I saw this morning a couple of places had uh, the Eagles back up to two. Oh, they were at two. Yeah, I, I saw just a couple, but I mean the Eagles are taking the majority of the of the thirty three states. Thirty two of them are taking heavy, heavy Eagle action, including this one here, West Virginia. Uh, the only one that's not right now, obviously Kansas and uh, Missouri, doesn't have sports betting, so that's not going to show. But uh, our legalized sports betting, but yeah, thirty two states on the Eagles right now, and, and the majority of them are on the over in the game. Uh, I lean into the under. I'm going to wait till the very last second and bet because I think the total is going to continue to go I agree. up. You got, you know, uh, most bookmakers will say about 10% of the money is in right now. So you got about 90% of the money and, and they're estimating this is going to be several billion dollars wagered on this Super Bowl. So you, you, uh, you know, the, the numbers can move late. There's going to be a lot of uh, shifts towards the, the overs in these games. People want to play overs. They want to play the props. So if you're looking to bet unders on the game itself, the core the halves and even player props of some of the more prominent guys Mahomes, Kelsey, Hurts, those guys. Just wait till till very close to kickoff and bet those unders because most likely, unless you got a pro going to the same place you're betting, you're you're gonna get better numbers late if you're betting unders. If you're betting overs, you better get them on them now because they're gonna keep going up. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I um I I was looking it, it have would you say that this Super Bowl um, as as many Super Bowls as you've worked over in in that field, uh, is heavy one side as heavy one sided as you've seen. Uh, no, I mean yes and no. So far, it it has been um the thing that I and I would talked about this on our podcast uh, at the Pine Room Podcast. Be sure to check out all of our regular podcasts. Uh, obviously, you're listening to Better's Last Stand now, but if you want a, a more diverse view on everything, we we do that once a week as well. So be sure and check that out on our YouTube as well. Uh, great stuff we always put out each week. But anyway, we discussed last night. Um, the interesting thing for me, uh, two of the Tom Brady Super Bowls, we had so much anti-Brady sediment. One was when he played for the Bucks. The other one was when he played for the Patriots. So we took such a slant in against we had the Rams money and then uh, we had the Chiefs money the year that they played Tampa and it was huge one-sided action by the end of that I mean we we were one of the few books in the country that won because both of those times uh, Brady gets the victories and uh, people around this area hate him Just all the Steelers, the Steelers. yes yeah, Steelers, they, yeah. they act like he's tormented them in their division for a hundred years yeah. it's bizarre to me uh, I, I know they beat. He's only he only ever played him twice in the playoffs. Is right, and I don't understand the hatred there. I just I don't know. But I, for with taking him out of it so far, yeah, I would say this is the earliest that I knew I was going to need a team. Uh, you know, excluding Brady from it. But yeah, so so right now we're going to need the Chiefs, barring some major uh, giant Chief bets. We'll, we'll need the Chiefs for sure. But uh, the, the one sided action is bizarre to me uh, with the with the Steeler fans and the Brady elements. So yeah, I don't, I don't, that's missing I don't get that either. And I'm a, I'm a little surprised at the heavy uh, Eagles. I know the Eagles are good. Remember the Eagles? The Eagles were in a, a little funk too right. uh, uh, earlier in the year. So. I, and and I think with Mahomes and Kelsey, now I know they're beat up at wide receiver, but I I just think they're if here's the thing if they can run the ball a little bit, uh, if they can get a any kind of a running game going at all and give Mahomes uh, the ability to which he'll do anyway, right? But if he can you know move around and 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 you know be able to to, to have some time to throw, which he will. I, I I don't know. I just I I see the Chiefs being able to beat them definitely. I agree. I, I mean, I look for like a twenty because that's probably going to be right around the number. I would think like twenty seven, twenty four kind of game, right. right in right in that area, thirty twenty four kind of game. But I'm I'm 
I'm probably leaning to I'm leaning to the Chiefs in this one. Yep, I'm going to be on Chiefs and under, and uh, we'll go through a few of the uh, prop bets and stuff I like later in the show. But uh, just a few crazy stats here. This obviously this is going to be the biggest biggest Super Bowl ever wagered on here legally in the United States. So uh, with so many operators now uh, up legally in 33 states, with Massachusetts being the most recent one to uh, go legal a couple weeks ago, 16 billion is expected. The expected handle uh, across those legalized sports books, which is just uh, staggering. And as I mentioned, uh, 75% uh, right now, roughly across the 33 states, uh, are leaning heavy, heavy Eagles. Uh, with that exclusion being Kansas, with the Kansas City sediment there, but only 10% of the action is really in, as we just spoke about. Uh, you'll see a ton more. This is a game that's going to get bit, bet uh, really late. Uh, you know, obviously, people will co- start coming in Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This little trickle effect each day. It'll get more and more and more and more. So uh, I expect the the uh, 13 or 16 billion. That, that may even be eclipsed uh, by the time this is all over um the the same game parlays uh just a huge thing now i mean people were just just throwing money on these things left and right in uh last year's super bowl 31 percent of the bets were same game parlays and uh bookmakers expect that to be increased this year with the offerings uh coach you don't do any of that stuff do you no that no. seems to be a game for the young guys yeah I, I don't i don't do that i've never i i just uh, you know just for me just because it's I always say it's hard enough to pick one, right. one, one winner, let alone try to pair up two. I've tried it twice with Champ. I've given him <laughs> twice. I've given uh, given him money, and I I was zero for two and one and one on both of them. And I just I don't know. It's just just too hard for me. Just yeah. uh, the odds are way stacked against you. It's a good bet if it pays off, obviously. Right. But I just I I don't I don't yeah. do that. I mean, maybe people for people at home uh you know throw a few bucks on some of that i mean you can get decent returns throw five ten dollars on them i mean but yeah coach is right the the way to go attack these games is to bet these bet these games and these props straight if you like props you don't have to pair them up the worst thing you can ever do is pair a prop up something you really love and then just try to put it with something that you really don't like and then the thing you don't really know about you, you lose and then your great opinion on the one prop you had is is wasted and you don't you don't have anything in return so uh, I, I would say oh, the San Diego parlays are they're they're a huge draw just because of the payouts and you see you know people posting on social media these giant tickets with like 10 12 different things happening on there and uh, yeah if you can hit one of them it's great but uh stick to uh stick to the straight bets that's our advice here uh, a couple of straight bets I thought were interesting two five hundred dollar bets on the kickers each kicker to be MVP at 200 to one pay would pay over 100k kickers never been the MVP do you see that changing this time coach no any no, no I, I don't I don't know what I actually a kicker would probably he would probably obviously have to kick the game winner right. I would think to be the MVP and then he would probably have to I, I would say he'd have to kick a minimum of four field goals right and possibly the game winner to to be the MVP. Yeah, probably like, and maybe even like a long game. Yeah, like a <laughs> like a long like a sixty yarder to as time expired. Maybe yes. that that. But you never know. I mean, crazier things have happened. That might, for for a couple bucks, that might not be that might not be a bad bet. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I wish that I wish the first quarter. Uh, I do like first quarter bets. Um, yeah, I wish that it was ten and a half. If I could get it at ten and right. a half, I think I'd really like the first quarter under the total. What about first half? Any thoughts on uh, that? First half, half that scares me a little because the second quarter usually picks up, right. uh, especially when that last two minutes the teams never never uh, you know take an ear go go in the tank in right. the last two minutes. But I do like that first quarter under. If I could if I could wait around and get it at ten and a half, I'd I'd like it a lot more. Yeah, you know because traditionally if you've looked. 
Uh, the first quarter has been been relatively low scoring. Yeah, and I mean, our last four Super Bowls have been under anyway. So yeah, and usually it is ten and a half. Um, so, but I see on your your line yeah, here it's right. ten. Yeah, we we actually went down to nine and a half briefly, yeah. and then up to ten. I, I think that could get to ten and a half again. I, yeah. I people are going to start betting. They wanted to see points. Yeah, I, oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, look at Jarrett. That's all he. Right. He doesn't even. Right. He doesn't even look at any reason why. He just. Right. I think it's just a simple fact that he doesn't want to sit there and root the game away. Right. He, and he figures you always have a chance. All, all right? the over betters think that you always have a chance, no right. matter what. Yeah. And with overtime, they, you know that's and and with the overtime rule change now, you know that's that makes the over even a little more enticing. Sure. What so, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, either team to score in the first six and a half minutes? Boy, that's a tough one. I play that a lot. I play yeah. that a lot. Um, I, I would say I would say that there will be a score in the first six and a half minutes. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sold on that, but I, if I do yeah, bet minus one twenty to the yes right now, so. which, which I probably will bet that. Uh, I I think that's a fun one, but it, you know, you bet that under, and man, you're just you're just yeah. you're just you're, yeah. That, it's just that, like oh god, that clock will not move. Yeah, yeah. That, that clock won't I, move. I think maybe if I and again, uh, this is one that I would maybe hold off on until I was see who was going to get the ball first, if you can. If your place yeah. has it, because I think if Philly gets the ball first, they might have a chance because yeah, they were running a little bit more. Uh, if Kansas City gets it, I'd be worried as hell because you know they're they're a little bit more dynamic. But then again, I guess Philly is too. But well, yeah, they, they are the running more, game though. Yeah, and then you, you look at your deep threats too with the right. with the under there, and now with some of the guys out. Uh, who, what is the status? Uh, well, on the, looks well. McCole um, Hardman is definitely out, but okay, uh, is Schuster. Yeah, but playing? Schuster's going to play, and Tony's going to play. So okay, they both have practiced fully the last two days, so they're both playing. Both playing. So they'll have them in uh, Valdez Scantling, and then their tight ends are uh, pretty good, obviously Kelsey, and then a couple of their younger guys too. Uh, let me ask you about this one. Uh, first kickoff of the game, touchback. Now I'd have been on a run. To uh to be a touchback and then last year it or no last year it was the last years prior to that people had been running them out but last year they they were a touchback right now yes for a touchback minus one fifty on the opening kick plus one thirty on the touchback and it does seem like uh, most kickoffs are touchbacks anymore but yeah. I'm sitting next to Chuck Ernest at the vets the other day and he said I'm gonna give you a bet right now <laughs> and he said right, get it in if you can this first kick will be a, a touchback. Landed on about one yard in. The, I think it was Cincinnati. I think it was Cincinnati and um, KC. KC, yeah. yeah. And I think the first one of the kicks, I don't know, yeah. first or second kick, and a guy ran it out. So <laughs> it's not such a sure bet as you think. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say, I would say early. You know that that kicker's got a lot of adrenaline. Um, you know, and this is indoors. And too. indoors, he's got a lot of. I would say that that first kick would be would be a. Um, would be a touchback. I would I would lean that way too. I, I definitely would, especially if it's uh, Kansas City. To me, is more likely to bring the ball out than than the Eagles, but because uh, just because of the couple of guys they have that return kicks, I think that Pacheco sometimes returns them and uh, Tony. They, they they could maybe bring bring it out if it's not super deep. But if they, again, that's that's one where you're kind of waiting to see who. Although the last few years they haven't even showed a damn coin toss on the TV. We got people screaming and yelling trying to figure out if the, it was heads or tails was a winner. And uh, you know they're trying to squeeze all these commercials in and you, and you, you don't even see it. So half the time it's hard to know who wins the toss. Obviously, fifty nine percent right now on tails. Really? Yeah. So far at most. How books. could that, how could that be? I don't understand that. <laughs> it's exact fifty fifty odds. Yeah. I can't I I can't understand it. 50 59% of tails? Because people just like to say tails never fails, but I don't really, I mean, I, don't I, think I, that's I, I, I would definitely proven. take uh, the plus money on that. Nah, yeah, I mean, for that, sure. 
to me, that's what 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 kind of what kind of study can you do on that? What kind <laughs> of inside info can nothing. you get on that? What kind you of- can say this this whoever the coin flipper is flipped it this many times. I mean, yeah, yeah right. And, and there it's there may impossible. be some there may be some. Uh, Dynamics on there. Uh, watching, they may go back and review the how many times right. it does flip. Carl Sheffer's career. Carl Sheffer's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Does Which, he have a quick? Does he have a a, a big thumb? Does well, and he then a, what if they bring a celebrity into flipping? Yeah, like they right. Do sometimes in those big games. Interesting about Carl Sheffer's though. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs fans are like they they were like threatening to kill this guy. Like he's been he's been a thorn in their side. I don't know if I if I subscribe to this theory, but. Uh, you know the chief fans are really bothered by this when they saw that he he's assigned the game and 22% of the chiefs flags on the season were thrown in just two games with Carl Sheffers that's wow. kind of a strange stat there but uh hopefully yeah. the officials don't play a role that's all yeah, we can all agree on that we just don't I, I, I just hope I just hope it isn't every little ticky tack you know flag well, I mean, he, he's are, the top penalty producing crew in the in the uh, NFL this and last I, two I mean, years it just slows the game down right. the flow never gets going you know every third play it's a holding or a, a def, you know a defensive chalk yeah. downfield that's it's another just, reason I kind of like the under in the game I feel like he could have some big plays called back yeah, I hope not yeah, but, that could be I mean yeah. but then that worry there is the, the defensive pass interference the long the long pass defense right. pass interference yeah, which can so, work against you boy uh, I, just badly. Ho- I just hope it isn't a, a flag fest I, do they do they put a prop for the total number of flags thrown we're, we're not allowed to offer that in but some places are um we're Be interested when, to know what that number is some states don't have what they consider like negative props like that i i i i actually have to look that up because i thought i saw that his crew was averaging like 12 and a half accepted penalties a game or something like that uh in the regular season they were the top crew but then again they said this crew is kind of mixed up. It's not all his guys that were with him. They kind of mix them up a little bit. So I, I wonder if guys, um, you know, real serious betters, studied traditionally how many flags have been thrown oh, yeah. throughout the the you know the, all the Super Bowls. And I wonder if the the officials. I mean, they they're going to call their own game, but I right. wonder if the NFL says, "Hey, l- listen, let's let's let them play a little bit. Let's." You know that usual chuck, that usual chuck downfield, that offensive holding that you, you're questionable on. Let's let it go, and let's uh, let's not slow the game down to where uh, people were complaining. Yeah, so I would certainly hope know that that was the way that they lean. You know, when in doubt, just uh, you know, keep the flag in, eat your, the flag. in your pants. But yeah, uh, eat the flag. Well, right. let me ask you another one of these props. Uh, game to have a scoreless quarter. Yes, plus three ninety five. Any chance of that? Oh, I can't. I can't unless it's the first quarter. Right. I can't see it happening. I, I just, I, I don't think there's any way that both teams are going to go 15 minutes without scoring. I, Seems I, hard to believe. I mean, unless you have a turnover deep, deep right. going in, or you or get somebody goes for it down by down, the goal, goal line and down. doesn't get it. What is it? Plus, plus what? Plus three ninety five for yes to have a scoreless quarter minus five hundred for the no. I mean, I, 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 that, <laughs> yeah, maybe a wee little wager on right. on something like that, but I, I can't see that happening in this game. And then there was one more I wanted to ask you about before we take a break. Uh, will a punt or a fair catch be downed or punt go out of bounds inside the six yard line? Oh, yes. inside the six. plus two twenty five. I thought that was an intriguing. I, 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 problem. I, I would, I would bet that. I, that I, the I only, liked it. Here is the only problem with that. This is the only problem with that. Rarely do teams punt when they're around midfield, right. even on fourth down. Yep. Now, if it's fourth and twelve, fourth and two, but if I think if they're within fourth and eight, right, 
less than fourth and eight, fourth and six on even on their own forty-five. Because you uh, uh, really, uh, what, what's a, what's an average distance for a punter and nowadays? Forty-five yards, yeah, like a net of forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah. So if you're not on, if you're not on like midfield, it's going to be tough to get it inside to six. Sure. So I can't see Philly or. Do you see him punting it, no. when they cross midfield? I, the only thing that maybe that where that comes it into play, like you say, is well that and if uh, you know it's it's third and manageable and they get a penalty or something and it forces them that they have to punt. Like it's really long, like fourth and yes, fifteen, exactly. Where, where uh, they have because I think both these coaches are aggressive and they both have yeah, good yeah. offenses and so. they know and they know that that that, uh, that and there's going to be a lot of points, right? So they can't give the ball to the other team and let them keep scoring, yeah. And and to, instead of going for it, because they figure they're going to score from the ten or they're going to score from the fifty, so sure. they they need to they need to go for it. Yeah, which definitely. I don't agree with at, at all. We've said it <laughs> all. Will be going to take the points, and I can yeah. see that not happening. But that's game. a tough one. I I and the more I think about that, it's tougher. It's going to be because and you don't really ever get guys. That, well, they shouldn't. They're, they're they're taught to not fair catch it. Uh, if it's going to go inside of ten, right? So you're not probably not going to get that happening. The either. only go, the only thing that you have on your side is these punters are so good, right? That they are so well schooled on pinning teams in sure. uh, the way they drop the ball and how they can. Uh, it's amazing how they can draw the the punt is is fifty yards in the air and can come down and like. Land uh, like on the four and right. take like to bounce sideways yes. out 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 of bounds, yeah, or just stop right on the two. I mean, they're so that's it. That's the one good thing about that bet is the yeah. punters are so good. Yeah, I thought that was worth a shot. Uh, that's the one that I'm looking at um, with interest, uh, mo- mostly because I thought it was just intri- intriguing how the way it was written. Oh and yeah, then, I like and that. I, and I also think maybe maybe if you could get a team that was up maybe ten yeah. or something, maybe that they're playing a little safer and they would try to punt when they're you know around midfield. So yeah, I, I, I that's a, that's a fun that's a fun bet though. That's yeah. a, that's a really fun bet. And I. You know, a lot of the fun bets too are the the in game bets where what the next play will be, it'll be a pass. Will be now that's that takes if you're sitting in a bar drinking beer, hooting and hollering, you're not gonna you're not gonna do that. But if yeah. you're at home and you want to, you know, to p- play along with every play, those are fun. I used to do that just at home now and then. But you know, if we're at the Warwood Vets and it's <laughs> <laughs> hooting and hollering and yelling and screaming and watching your numbers, chances are you're not gonna <laughs> exactly. you're not gonna make those bets. No, not at all. So we're gonna take a break here on Better's Last Name. We're gonna come back and talk a little college hoops. We'll be right back. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem contact 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand. We're going to try to get our... uh football guru champ on the line here i have a uh, call into him so if he calls we may switch I, gears briefly i don't think he's doing a talk show or anything today is he <laughs> no he he's he might be on dr phil later in the week or something like that but uh, oh i thought maybe he was doing a show from the uh 
the book talking about who he likes. I, I, uh, well, I don't think he can do that because his phone's dead. He could have been giving out baseball win totals. Dodgers over, Astros over, all that stuff. But uh, Pirates under. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he would be hammering that. Chris is on the other side of that one. But uh, we got baseball to talk about in the future. Uh, just talk, talking about college basketball now, we're going to focus a little bit. I'm um, starting, starting to settle in a little bit with college basketball. Starting to at least identify who are some of the better Better teams, uh, coach your Boilermakers are, are really good. Uh, obviously, they were they were in a bad spot there on Saturday yeah. against Indiana in a game where Indiana wanted it and needed it a lot more than they did. Um, you still feel pretty confident with Purdue going forward right now. They're about fifteen to one to win the national. I, I still think with uh, the big guy in the middle, Eddie. Yeah, I'm still thinking they got good guard play, but like you said, it was a it was a tough spot. Um, I still like them. I got a couple sleepers I like, and yeah, I forgot yeah. to tell you the other day, I had the weirdest dream. Uh, and I don't ever remember my dreams. Well, sometimes I do when they're really weird. But I had a dream, and you're never going to believe this, that Miami won the national title. <laughs> and I was with your dad, and you were upstairs somewhere. I don't even know where we were. But I had a dream that Miami, this was right after they uh, they clobbered um, Duke. Monday Duke, night, Duke, Monday night, and I had a dream they won a national championship. And I'm not saying they, but to me, they're one of the sleepers in the tournament. I think I agree. a couple of sleepers that I will like that I might put a little bit of money on. I like St. Mary's. Yes, you uh, mentioned that. I, I agree with you. They're I like them. I, I thought that was a good play the other night against Gonzaga. I don't think Gonzaga is obviously as good as they have been. Um, but I think St. Mary's is really a team to – Keep an eye on when a tournament gets here. I like Miami as a little bit of a sleeper. Yeah. I mean, obviously your strong teams, uh, Purdue. Purdue, I think is 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 really really good. I like Houston because of their defense. Yes. They'll still keep all those all of their totals. You know, are always in the one thirties, even lower than that, high one twenties. Uh, defensively, they're just really really good. Um, I, I think Alabama's up and down. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I, trust them. I don't like. The, I don't. And and I don't think that conference is real strong. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't like them um, heavy like I like Purdue and I I like Houston. Kansas is one that's been. I, I I'm not I don't trust them either. Yeah, same. Um, so I I don't know, but I just think Purdue is going to be a very very tough out. I think the Big Ten is probably the best conference, top to bottom. Uh, it's a pretty good uh, yeah, league. I mean big that or Big Twelve. Big Twelve obviously. is very deep. Uh, who would you say is the best? team in the big 12 if you had kind of changes there texas is really talented but they law you know kansas beat them the other night yeah and it, it's it and, and again that's a to where you go uh, on the road here he is sorry to interrupt okay folks. we well, got we, the, uh, hold, we're the man go the on, myth the legend we're gonna go on hold basketball we're gonna back up back to football Champ. hey uh me and mark are on the radio right now uh he's got a couple questions for you okay are you got you got time right now yeah. right Okay. Okay. Where Where are you right now? Are you over the the uh, Wheeling Downs? Right. Okay. Well, we're sitting. We were sitting here talking about the Super Bowl, and uh, we're trying to give out our big place for the the public that that watches the show. And I said, you know, that you've been really hot lately. You gave me a couple winners, and we're looking. Uh, what have you made your bets yet on the Super Bowl? Ah, uh, you know what? As much as I want. As much as I want um, Kansas City, Kansas City, the way I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Philadelphia. Is there any particular reason why you're taking Philly? I'm writing this they down. Have a good pass rush. They have a good running game. 
And uh, and I think he can go after Mahomes and keep him down. So, but I really like Kansas City, but you, you can't play with your heart. You got to play with your money. That's a good. And we always preach that, champ. And uh, do do you um, do you like anything in the total? What do you think of the total? It's fifty-one and a half. You think there's going to be a lot of points? Pardon me? I think it's going to be more defense than offense. Uh, yeah, I like that play, too. <laughs> I, I like that play. I like that play. So so right now, to the general public that's listening, uh, by the way, we have George Champ Kettlewell on the phone, uh, a, a, a daily better over at Match Place at the Island Casino. He's giving us his, his best pick. So, Champ, you are releasing the Eagles – and under as your two two of your top plays. Yeah, I want to have uh, I mean Philadelphia and play the game under. And I don't know about rushing yards or anything. They got um, Mahomes to rush uh, eleven and a half yards under or over. <laughs> oh, I, what do you think about that one? I don't know. I I don't know if he can. How about how about Travis Kelsey? What 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 do you what do you like on him? Anything on him? Yeah, I like that. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, they're going to have more of a running game. Philadelphia have a more of a running game than uh, Kansas City. Right. Okay. Now, passing wise, I don't know about what Mahomes might do or the quarterback for. Jalen Hurts, you mean? Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, so you're not real, you're not real sure on that one. You haven't zeroed in on your player props yet. You're going to keep studying those. Yeah, I'm going to keep on looking at them. Okay. Okay. Now this this uh, I, you uh, Matt said that you have a very big bet on one of the basketball games tonight, and I'm interested. He wouldn't tell me who it was. He wanted me to ask you, uh, and now now this this will this will come out after the game. So I'm hoping that you had the winner. Now, could you? I like could you? Iowa State and uh, everybody likes West Virginia at home, but I I took Iowa State with the points. And uh, I think Houston Houston's gonna be there. Uh, Michigan will uh, be in there. Um. How about Purdue? You like Purdue? Purdue's not playing. I don't see it. Oh, no. Okay. I just thought you meant overall. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Tennessee. Okay. Vanderbilt. I think Tennessee will win. Um, let's see. Oklahoma State to beat Texas Tech. Okay. Cougars over Tulsa. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, hey champ. Now, if you were telling somebody right now uh, for a future bet, who do you think is going to win the whole thing in college basketball? What team do you think has the best chance of winning it all? I, I love Purdue. I I think Purdue has the best team in the nation. Uh, you like Lurch. I like, I like Lurch. <laughs> you rang? <Yeah. laughs> all right. Hey, champ. Uh, and I like... Uh, Houston could be in the fix. Yeah, yeah I like that. Tennessee a little bit. 
Okay. But I don't think they can. Uh, the long shot of the whole, the big long shot of the whole thing will be. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, 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 I don't know. Come on, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for this. <laughs> Who's the long shot? Who's the long shot? I'm on the edge of my seat. The long, the long shot will be um. Gee, that's that's a hard one. Uh, uh, how about uh, like you thinking? Uh, you, th- like, you think Alabama's it- playing Florida today? Alabama could do it. You think they could do it? Alabama could do it. Okay, well, I'll be, we'll be interested as the tournament comes on. We're going to have you on and give you all your picks uh, for for the uh, tournament. So, uh, Champ, before we leave you, what are your what are your plans for Sunday for the Super Bowl? Tell me, tell 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 the. We'll probably all go to the best club. Uh huh. And uh, are you, you baking know, anything? Are you making any covered dishes or anything? Covered dishes, uh, hot dogs with hamburgers. Oh, oh hot dogs! Yeah, we're gonna. Hey, uh, okay. onions. Uh, with onions, plenty of onions. You gotta have tons of that. You probably should cut those up before Sunday, though, so you don't have to get interrupted. Right. Well, maybe uh, Becky Boo might make it. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, she she'll be done by then. Well, we she'll g- be done, and we'll we'll, we'll drag her out of here, <laughs> and uh, we'll have the uh, a red carpet out for. Her. Well, that's great. Hey, are you on a bunch of boards too for the uh, Super Bowl? Uh, no. Probably about $160, $70 on boards. Okay. Well, I, I, I hope the best for you. I hope the uh, Eagles come in for you. Not really, because I'm betting the Chiefs. And uh, I hope you hit your squares. Okay. I hope you also. Yeah. Well, you be safe. Uh, Matt, anything else for the No, uh, buddy, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, and I can't wait to get some more uh, knowledge and wisdom from you. And- you got you got any last last words for our listeners? To be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> Perfect. All right, pal. Thanks. We'll talk hey, to you I'll later. I'll see you tonight at the club. Bye bye. All right, Georgie Kettlewell live from the Wheeling Island Sports. Board. Yeah, he's uh, he, you know once you fight through the cough, he's got a lot of good insight. <laughs> he's uh, he does a uh, he does a lot of um, studying. He's a he's an avid. Uh, light. He helps keep the lights on over at the uh, sports sure does. for you guys. Sure does. He, he's quite the entertainer. So Sunday should be a lot of fun with him uh, if we can keep him awake. And I'd uh, love to be able to do a segment if we just had the more manpower of of his uh, dog picks each day oh, over there. Man, just even be, a two minute clip, it would be hysterical. That would be really great. I may, I may start taking a camera over and and getting his. <laughs> actually, picks. we probably could just do it on someone's phone. It would it would actually be pretty funny. Um, yes, it would. He's and a, you know what? He actually does have decent opinions. Uh, but you know what? He gets scared off of it. He, he likes them, and then the, the odds, if they shift, or the odds go up on somebody, he stays away, which he's is a, the he, reverse of what I would do. He's a Quinella player. Isn't yes, he? yes. Yeah, he's yeah. a heavy, heavy, heavy in the Quinellas. Heavy so. Quinellas, yep. Dollar Quinellas, yeah. Six dollars <laughs> boxed. Or, yeah, well, I mean, they're, Quinellas are always boxed. But, yeah, he's uh, he's quite a guy. So, anyway, uh, 
Back to our college buckets. Uh, he, he, Champ gave a little insight. He gave Alabama as a long shot, but they're like ten to one. So yeah, I, I, I don't. I dismiss Alabama. Um, who were the some of the other? You you said you liked uh, St. Mary's, Miami. I agree. Miami, one hundred twenty five to one right now. Um, yeah, that's not possible. Wouldn't be a bad. Wouldn't be a bad play. I think the teams and you described uh, Houston, which is like this uh, team that I like too. UCLA a little bit. Yeah, uh, teams who have. Obviously, good coaches and can play some defense. Uh, I yes. think are really, re- really good teams to have. Uh, obviously, guard play is so important. And I think those guards, those young guards from Purdue, uh, yes. are really good. Yes. Uh, they just keep getting better and better. Uh, they are going to be very, very tough to beat. Don't love the coach there, but uh, I, I like uh, I like UCLA and uh, Rutgers, although Rutgers lost one of their key big guys uh, out for the year with a knee injury the other day, and they yeah. got beat the other night. Uh, I, I still think Rutgers is a team on a neutral court, plays really good defense, well coached. Their offense is a little bit of a concern, but uh, uh, I, I like them on a neutral. I think they could be a team that could go deep. Uh, I think San Diego State is a good team uh, right now, about 150 to one. Uh, good defense, uh, play well on uh, neutral floor. I, I like them, and then another team I like is long shot, really New Mexico. And he's I'm not thinking these teams can win it all, but they could yeah. maybe make the final four, sweet right. sixteen, uh, something like that. I mean, you get New Mexico forty to one to make the final four. I think that's worth a shot. And uh, Arizona, I think, will be tough too out, out of yeah. the Pac-12. But uh, uh, if you had to pick somebody to win it all, would you go with Purdue? Uh, I, I guess I, Purdue. I'd play Purdue. I'd play yeah. Purdue right now. I yes. think they're they're probably the bet right now. I think Arkansas out of the SEC would be interesting, but I agree with you. I think the SEC is not nearly as good. Kentucky's not nearly as good, and I don't like Tennessee. Uh, Champ mentioned them. Yeah. They really, really struggle sometimes to score. That game they played on Saturday against Florida yes. was terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was 28-26 with 16 minutes to go in the game. Yeah, they struggled uh, to score. Really bad uh, offensive performances and you just you got to worry when 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 the teams don't have one go-to guy who can get them a basket. Like Purdue always has that. So even if they're struggling, their guys aren't shooting, they got Edie, they can thump it inside and they right. get e- easy baskets. If you don't have that, that's the one thing that worries me about Houston. They're great everywhere. It's just do they have one guy they can rely on when they need the basket that they absolutely need? Can they get it? Uh but we'll see. We'll talk plenty more college hoops going forward uh, as it starts to get to that time of the year. And we got my God, we're getting close. Game. I mean these these teams are twenty three, twenty four yeah. games in. I mean yep. there's only there's only a handful of games, six or seven games left, right? And then, yeah, and started I started looking at uh, at the uh, you know conference tournament schedules already. So yeah, it's it's unbelievable. We're, I mean, we're I, down I, to a month. Yeah, look at the Mountain East Conference. They're they're about yeah. three weeks away three from, weeks from out their for tournament that. Yep. and. Uh, I, and you know, spring training starts in a week. Yes, so I, you know, we're we're ready to we're ready to change gears again. Uh, you have any um, thoughts on the uh, Mountain East uh, games tonight? Not that it will do any viewers any good. Well, but, I think uh, I think the Cardinals, I think Wheeling's in big big trouble tonight. You think they'll yeah, get, I think Col- what do you what do, what do you have that line uh, at? I have uh, West Liberty is a. Nine, 11 and a half point favorite on the road at Glenville, 174 and a half. I would play Glenville there. Yep. Uh, every, everybody, every coach I've talked to that, that comes to Wheeling has uh, said Glenville is uh, playing very well right now. Yeah. I would probably play Glenville getting that many points. Yeah. So that would be a play for me. And then Wheeling on the road, Concord minus eight and a half. Yeah, I, would, I would play Concord. Concord hammers. Yeah, yeah, I would play Concord after yeah. watching Wheeling's uninspired play the other day. I, I've changed my tune on them. Well, that's bizarre, I, honestly, though. They beat you, West Liberty, well, and then they kind of hit the skids. And, and what I was just going to say, I think they beat West Liberty, and that was their season, to right. be perfectly no, honest right. with you. I think that, that nothing else can matter to them uh, than they can say that they beat 
the number one team at that time, like number four in the country, hammered them out there. And I think they absolutely were uninspired uh, when they got hammered by State the other. Now, now State was obviously due to break out of a five-game losing streak, but – and they're unbelievably talented, but I, I look for Wheeling. To, I, I think Wheeling's going to struggle to make. Actually, they they dropped to eleventh. Frostburg that. won the other day, yep. and and they've got a really tough schedule. So I I don't think I, I I'll be shocked if Wheeling makes a yeah. makes a tournament. I was going to ask if you thought they can muster a tournament run, but they got to make it first. They so. they got they got to they got to make it, and they've got a tough schedule. I mean, they got they got they've still got West Liberty left. They've obviously got to go to Concord, <laughs> and that's a revenge game at West Liberty. Oh, no, 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 no yeah. <laughs> You better, <laughs> yeah. You better hide the women and children there because yeah. I could get. And West Liberty Ben will just yep. that. Not the last game of the year, but they've got it. They've got a really difficult schedule, so I don't. I, they're going to have a hard time getting in. Um, and then you said the total in the West Lib game was what you have one seventy. I, I bet it over honestly one seventy four and a half. Glenville has tended to play try to match West Liberty yeah. going up and down. Uh, and, and a lot of times that leads to games in the 200s. So. And, I, and that tournament's going to be interesting. Yeah, That's, some teams are starting to play better now. I, yeah. Charleston, Fairmont now are, are viable you know, contenders. State maybe gets it back on track. They're very talented. And then uh, you, you said Glenville, talented team. All, and then you got teams like Concord. Concord. Notre Dame always plays well in yeah, the tournament. I think it'll be a really good match. I think be, the women's tournament is going to be really good. Really, really good. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I look for that. And then, uh, I, you know, the region, I, I, I was talking to – uh, a couple of guys about the region, the Atlantic region, in the men's. That's going to be it's going to be really interesting, and that, that depends on how it plays out. IUP if, the favorite? If, well, yeah. I mean, obviously they're number yeah. one in the country right now. They're still undefeated, uh, but they'll they'll be they'll and so they'll and then um, uh, uh, let's see who East Stroudsburg's very good right. in, in there, and then they they talked like three to four out of the PSAC, which obviously depends on the tournaments, and then. West Lib State and Charleston are probably well in Fairmont. Yeah, are the front runners there, and that and then if you get a a sleeper to come out and win the tournament like like a Glenville, yes. as, as you said, or a Concord, then that's really going to shuffle it up. But yeah. I, I think Mountain East Conference's tournament's going to be outstanding. Yep, looking forward to it. We'll be talking hard to about believe that. we're talking about that already. Yeah. Talking <laughs> about baseball, I coming mean, up in a few. Just weeks. seems like we were talking about like in a second third week of football, and now here we are talking uh, spring training of baseball. Football's over and. The spring sports are starting. Uh, the weather around here will probably start to get really cold as West Liberty baseball starts up. As and, usual. And, and one more thing about the Mountain East Conference, and Matt can tell you, you know, when the tournament gets here, you can go over and yes, bet on yes. all the all – the, now, do you do women's yeah, games Yeah, we'll have too? the women's. We'll have all the women's games. We'll have in-play wagering. We'll have, uh, you know, outrights to win the tournament and then each game. So, yeah, looking forward to that. It's one of, one of my favorite events of the whole year. Yeah, so if you folks at that, uh, are in the Mountain East Conference uh, basketball – and you do like to gamble a little bit? Go, go over and see Matt and yeah. get a get a line on all the games. And man, there it's unbelievable how close they they are. It's, it's, it's fun. I it's always fun. thought it's fun to be able to bet on the, those. You know, not that I do it, but because I'm, I'm making the odds. But uh, just just having action on it or following the numbers uh, yeah. on games like that, I dreamed about that as a kid. It was always you know how fun that would be, and kind of made it a reality. So yeah, yeah it's uh, fun. It's, so it's good stuff. Anybody and, get get over there now? You can bet on West Liberty and Wheeling. Yeah, Man. we got West Liberty Wheeling Man every game. Every game this year yeah so we'll continue to add i mean we're starting to get pretty good uh you know action on it so i'm, I'm happy and I'm, i'd like to continue to add we had football uh, this past season as well mountain east football so we'll keep adding teams as we get more interest so it's a good thing to have but yeah we're gonna take a break here on betters last day we're gonna come back talk some golf uh yeah. touch on some nascar and then uh close up shop for the super bowl we'll be right back on betters yep. last stand 
This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem contact 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand, segment number three. Uh, we appreciate the champ taking time out of his busy day to uh, join us here on BLS. Uh, his insight is always appreciated. He's uh, quite a character. If you don't know the champ, get on over to the track and meet him, and uh, he'll. Uh, I guarantee you, you'll you'll walk away impressed in some way or another. But uh, we're going to talk a little about golf, Coach. Uh, golf season's starting to heat up right now. Waste Management Open. Uh, a huge uh, event on on the circuit, not not a major, but pretty close. Uh, huge turnout. It's going to be the same spot as the Super Bowl. Exciting weekend. Uh, last week we gave out a good winner here. Actually, two weeks in a row I've uh, had winners here on the show, and then our our uh, PRP picks. Uh, Justin Rose last week gets the job done at the yeah, uh, AT and Pebble man. Beach Program. So we had uh, Justin. Uh, we I've been on him for the last few weeks as his game's starting to come back. He's healthy and he's playing well. And we had Max Homa, of course, last week. So be sure and check us out on social media and on our Twitter, um, the at the Pioneer Podcast on our social. It'll link you to our Twitter. I've been putting those up on the Twitter page as well as the Instagram. So you can see our picks each week. Uh, the thing about golf, um, as Coach makes his golf debut here on Better's Last Stand, we, we the show actually comes out on, on, on Friday morning, So which actually is kind of good because I always advise people, don't bet those heavy favorites, you know, the, the Rory's and the Roms and stuff. Wait and see to how they do on on Thursday, and then maybe if a guy comes out and shoots a really low score, a guy who's not that good, and, and you can get those guys at, a, at an right. inflated price. Instead of betting Rory McIlroy at 9-1 to one and, and John Rahm at 8-1, to one, you know, wait and see what it's like Friday. You might be able to get him at 14-15. I mean, Rahm a few weeks ago, you could get him to, at 80-1 yeah. to one the, yeah. the week that Morikawa blew the tournament. Uh, so so th- that in-play in golf is so important. You can get great value. Uh, golf, just, just really a hidden gem. And NASCAR, another one. We're going to talk about, we're actually going to have a NASCAR and racing preview show coming out on Better's Last Stand. We're going to have that out early next week. So we're going to focus in on NASCAR and some Formula One for people that are interested in that. Try to give you some season-long bets and just being able to find value in, in these golf and racing outrights is really, really good. It's a, it's a lot. You can get one of these bets uh, every couple of weeks and you can be w- well ahead if you if you you're back the right guys. So uh, I'm excited about this tournament this week. Uh, some guys that I like. Uh, anybody stick out to you early on here? At the uh, waste management in Scottsdale, coach. Uh, I mean, obviously Scheffler, um, defending uh, champ. Yep. Yeah, I mean he's he's probably one of the one of the favorites. Um, a couple of guys that uh, that I like. I like Colin Morikawa. Like him a lot. I think he he'll bounce back after that. You know, yes, debacle he had a couple weeks ago. I like him. Um, I, I'm I've been on JT, you know, a couple of weeks, and he's just sort of let me down. Yeah. Uh, but I do like him a little bit this week. Um, I, I don't know why. JT's a guy for me. I like to see how he plays in the first round, and I actually don't mind if he doesn't play that well, right? Because you can get him at a better price, and he can shoot a really low score. So uh, he's definitely a guy that I look to in an in play wagering uh, when, when I'm going to back JT. Anybody else stick out? Um, 
A couple long shots, um, and I played Maverick McNeely um, yeah. several times this year. I like his game. Yeah, um, I think he'll be. He gets excited for the crowd. He's, uh, you know, this is probably fits a his style really good. cool place for him to play. I like him a little bit to finish in the top ten. Okay, I think he'll. I think he'll be a. I think he'll be a a, a good play there. I like Sam Burns. Um, I think he'll. I think he'll. I think he'll he'll crack the top ten also, or at least be around there. So right. those are those are two of the ones I sort of like as um, as a little bit of um, uh, uh, underdogs. That, yeah. to to make a run. What, no, I, what are your thoughts? I, well, I'm I'm not going to be on Rom or, or uh, Rory. No. Obviously, I, I I don't believe you guys know people that listen. Uh, you know, I don't want to give those kind of people anybody can sit here and tell you that Rory or Rom can win. I mean, right. we all know that. I mean, there's but there's like 45 guys that can win this yeah. tournament. I mean, it's golf's at it's you know it, really the top of, that it's ever been. If they could ever get the live thing worked out, they'd be even better. But uh, there's a lot of guys that can win this, and, and the best guys don't always play perfect uh, rounds of golf. I. I I think Scheffler's going to be strong. I I had Scheffler and Morikawa as the two guys of the lower price guys that I would consider playing, and then uh, JT, a guy I will look at on the in play. Xander Shoffley's stats here are fantastic, but it's just too low of a price for me to bet. Yeah, uh, he, he's just he's a top five machine here. So if you want to play that, uh, I, I would recommend it. I think he's almost a sure thing for a top ten or uh, even top twenty, definitely. Uh, guys that I that I thought maybe just a little bit under the radar. Um, I like Sung J M. I think uh, he's he's due to break out. I like Tom Kim. I think his game's really good. He's twenty five to one. He kind of seems like he he with his uh, Presidents Cup behavior, the way he really embraced the crowd. I can see him playing really good here. Um, I think he'll be really energized. So I would take yeah. a look at Tom Kim. Uh, I thought K H Lee maybe for a top twenty. I thought he's he's dangerous. I really like Hideki Matsuyama. He's kind of my my pick if I have to make my top pick. I, I like him and Cameron Young as my two. If I was going to narrow it down to two guys, I thought that could win the tournament. I'm going to go with Cam Young and Matsuyama. But again, I, if if you think you like these guys or you're not sure, you know, top tens, top fives, top twenties, these are all. Great options. I'll be playing all these. Uh, longer shot guys, I thought Billy Horschel. Yeah. His game isn't quite back to where it could be, but he plays good in front of these kinds of crowds. He's a hot shot. He's a show-off, and I think he he kind of thrives in this kind of environment, so I would take a look at him. And then uh, Brian Harmon, always very solid here, just to, you know, doesn't hit it very far. Left-handed guy, just keeps it in the fairway, doesn't get into trouble a lot, and uh, I'll be backing him. And then uh, Shane Lowry, uh, his game has been pretty strong. He's been playing in Europe and in Asia. Um, I think he's a really good bet for top 20, around 3-1. to one. And then a really long bomber, JT Poston, I think, could be I like a, a, decent, a decent. He hits the ball well, drives it really straight and uh, you know accurate, and I, I think he'll play pretty well here too. So uh, one matchup I like, I like Ricky Fowler. Um, I think he's uh, uh, or not not Ricky Fowler. Like Sun J M okay. against Matt Fitzpatrick. Okay, I, I like him. You like him too, right? I do. I like Sung J M a lot. So, yeah. I, I, that would be a play I would probably play him over Fitzpatrick yeah. is one that I would play. And I, I, Rory's going to be matched up against Rom. I think I'd play Rory there in that yeah. matchup. I do. I, I I think he'll be very very strong yeah. this weekend. I see. I, I see Rory against Rom, and I see Rory matched. Uh, some places have Rory against uh, Xander. And uh, Shoffley, you're getting about plus 125. That wouldn't be a bad play. It's not bad. Xander Shoffley, a good player. Uh, one that I like uh, for uh, 
for matchup. If you can get these, obviously, if these go, yeah, you, you may have to wait till the next day. But they could still end up getting paired with each other. You never know. But uh, I'll be a little against Patrick Cantley this week, and uh, I like Cameron Young at plus one ten against him. And uh, you mentioned uh, Billy or uh, Ricky Fowler. It is good to see his game starting to come yeah. back a little bit. I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, he's obviously not back up to where he was, but uh, you know it's it's good to see. And then one other matchup that I really like, I think. Uh, this is mispriced, in my opinion. Tony Finau, minus 170 against Hideki Matsuyama, plus 150. Uh, I'll be on Hideki, so I'll be you, you back like, in the Pacific Rim, guys. Yeah, You, you like Mat- uh, Matsuyama. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not against Finau. I just, Finau is just a guy, I, if you like top 10s and 20s, he's your man because he's just so, he's very solid. Uh, he just doesn't ever seem to close it out and win. But uh, anyway. And, and if you haven't seen this... Uh this course or, or this event, it's it's fun to watch. Yes. I mean, this is a this is a really fun one because uh, on what it, what hole is it? Sixteen. Sixteen is, the, is just uh, like a party hole. <laughs> is whatever goes is they'll be throwing beer and hollering and screaming and carrying on. It's and I think the players love it. They do. They, I, think, and I have, think it's nice one time a year. Yeah. Some yeah. guys don't, but uh, you know, the majority of the guys when they go to this event, like you don't have to play this event. So you choose to come here. You know what you're getting here. So you, you, uh, you know, if you're going to sign up for that, you're going to be ready for a rowdy, just chaotic, uh, environment. And it is, it energizes guys and, and watching those hole in ones and, and even the potential for a hole in one and the, the roar that, yeah. that, that goes with it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it, it, what's interesting is that, uh, and I didn't realize that they, they finished this on the day of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So if you remember last year, the game actually kicked off oh, and they were that's playing. Right. They were still I do, playing. I, do, I remember that. Yeah. And they, they had, they, had they a, moved it back to golf channel because CBS had the game. They had quite a ways was, to go. It was in, in a, that, yeah. it was in a playoff and they, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That was it. It was in a playoff and they, and they were ready to kick off. Yeah, and Scheffler ended up winning. That's but, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. It was because I had, I had every TV in the book, obviously, and our giant screen is on the, the game, and I had one little tiny TV over, to, you know, because guys were still checking their action, and I oh, actually sure. had action too. So, uh, yeah, there were still people falling, like a few guys huddled around this tiny TV over the corner to watch the end of that. Oh, that's, the game that's, going that's on, so. right, that's right. So it's gonna be a gonna be a fun uh, a fun Jeez. weekend, and then next weekend we kick off Daytona. Yes, we yeah. get ready for NASCAR. You guys are going to be talking about that. That's yeah, going to be a lot of. Going to do a nice preview show. Uh, a cousin Sam, who's a race in, in just enthusiast and really knowledgeable, going to go through all all the uh, NASCAR, uh, you know, schedule the teams, all kind of drivers that we think are going to do well. Uh, Martin Truex wins the uh, Bush Clash last week. It gave that one out as a winner as well. well actually, in the version of. Uh, Full disclosure, uh, Toyota to win. We I did have that. Uh, Truex was a guy. I think it was a top ten or fifteen play for me. But, what was uh, your uh, What was your opinion of the track? Um, I I could do without it now. Yeah, I yeah. liked it the first two years. I yeah. didn't like it as much. Uh, I think they should move it around. I get why they're coming to L.A. They're trying to involve uh, the one of the biggest cities on the earth yeah. in NASCAR, and I think it's good because. That is neat that they're getting more eyes on the sport, and I think that's very helpful. And I thought it was well received by the fans, but I'd like to see them rotated around again. Well, and it's just too many cautions. Yes, There's yes. just too, and the track is cool. I mean, yeah. it's cool. It's just too small. Yeah, it's probably made more. And I get it. They're trying to they expand it from 23 to 27 yeah. hours. They probably should have kept it at 23. It's probably where it needs to be because when you have 27, if you get a guy spun around, you you almost have to stop yeah. because they're going to be coming right back around. But whereas if you cut it down, I thought maybe. They they should do it like they do in some of the the all star races where they shave the field down as it goes instead yeah. of building it back up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to kind of make it be a little bit more fun, uh, 
But yeah, some guys with good cars that I thought got just bad luck. You just get spun at the yeah, wrong no, time. Yeah, and absolutely. You're, you're just out of it. Um, I mean, I think Champ was down Denny right. Hamlin, and he had a really, he had a really good car. Yeah. He had a really strong car, and, yep. and he got so once you get spun and get in the back there, you're you're in trouble. But I'm a I'm a short track guy. Yeah. I love the short yeah. tracks. I love Bristol. I love Martinsville. Martinsville love Richmond. Yes. Yeah. I, I like Dover. Dover's a mile, but it's still a, a yes, shorter no. track than the big super speedways. And I was glad to hear you guys say Rockingham is. Yeah, back they're into possibly they're, back in the mix. Trying, they're North Wilkesboro, Rockingham. I mean, Taylor and our juniors doing great stuff to try to get that back. I mean, I, that was one of my bucket lists to get to North um, Wilkesboro and to Rockingham. I never got to either one of those places. And when I was on my NASCAR, uh, <laughs> you going to a race like I, eight I was, times a summer. I, I was going. I went to a lot of tracks, and I I always loved Bristol. You know, your dad took me to Bristol yeah. and. I thought I thought, and we're hopefully planning a trip to Dover. Yes, if definitely. we can, we got got we got some of the younger generation of our family that yeah. haven't been to a race yet. We got to get them. There. We got to get them there and get do it while your dad's still yep. able to do it. Yep. And we we need to do that. And I I urge anybody that's a as a NASCAR fan that hasn't been there, and you say, oh, I can't watch cars go. You yeah. you believe me when I tell you, you would. It's it's a thrill. It's sure a, it's is. a cool thing, and it, you get you get. Just to get as your dad always says, it hits every sense. It sure does. You know the smell, the feel, the yeah. the taste, the the whole thing. You get every every sense that that uh, that you you know it is that your body has. You're going to get it, and yeah. and it's a neat thing. So looking forward to that start, and that gives us uh, uh, our Sundays back with yes. something other than do than than the NFL. So that's. Uh, that's a fun thing. Yeah, and NASCAR has always been something that's been special to our whole family. Like we've we've followed NASCAR, we've oh, went yeah. to races, we've done NASCAR pools at family events. I mean, always oh, just such a such a fun thing. So yep. it's 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 a sport that everybody can enjoy. And then it and Coach is right, going to the to the races. It, it you know a lot of people say that about hockey too. You go to go to an NHL oh, yeah. game the first time, it's like wow, you start here and those pucks snapping on the sticks, tape to tape. And yep. It's like wow, this is a Whole different thing than what I'm used to watching on TV. So uh, we'll give you plenty more NASCAR picks. Be sure and check out our uh, NASCAR show. We're going to have it out next week. We're going to in preview of the Daytona 500 and the Formula One Bahrain Grand Prix that will be coming up later in the month of February. So lots of good stuff with racing around the corner. Going to try to have Sam make frequent uh, appearances on this show. Once we get the computer here in our beautiful studio and get all that going, we can Skype in and uh, have guests on. And uh, Lauren, the better way, she's probably got, she ought to be charging parking in her front yard. She's out there in Scottsdale where she lives now, and she's got the Super Bowl and the waste management in her backyard. This wow, week. that's awesome. I'd like I'd like to talk to her again. I need my t-shirt too. Yeah, I'm I know. Waiting, we got to get her get I'm working waiting on, on my Fresno. She, she must have lost it in her move from Texas to yeah, and Yeah, and segue into our uh, if if I don't know if you guys hit on this last week to tell them about our incredible record with our uh, football best bets. Yeah, we 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 mentioned it, uh, and again, I we don't like to tout ourselves. And the thing about our group that I that I think is cool about our betters last stand guys is we're not trying to get we're not going to give you minus five hundred favorites in these guys that you know certain winners and and we 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 actually gave you stuff that you're going to get value out of uh plus returns or even money returns i mean that's all you can ask for you don't want to see some guy on tv telling you these are guaranteed this is a guaranteed winner this and that we're not going to tell you that but what we will give you is plays that 
are going to give you value. If you make the wager and you win the wager, you're going to turn profits. And uh, we were 26-1 and one on our football, Coach Luke and I, throughout the season, our, our season-long bets, and I thought that was really good. Yeah, and, and they might have misunderstood you, Matt. It was 20 wins, 6 losses, That's and it. a tie. 26 so you might, It and wasn't 26-1. Yeah. and one. Right. We weren't quite that good. 26 losses and 1. Yeah, one so, push. I mean, yes. if you could get that and you would have put a little bit of money on it, you would have, you would have had an excellent football season. But uh, And a lot of more future bets that right. we, we, you know, we just liked. I'd got feelings about them, did some research, and um, – we all actually actually ended up having a really good, um, really good year, and then I think there were some some uh, first week bets in the in the Big Ten and the SEC yeah, that yeah, we yeah, hit. Absolutely, also. yeah, but and then I, those were just the season long ones that I, that that included in that because I, I had Georgia. Yeah, because you had you uh, had Georgia, Georgia early, had a Purdue early, a cover with Purdue. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I I. I uh, I, you know, as Matt said, we're not touting ourselves, but twenty wins, six losses, and a tie is uh, is better than uh, than Phil Steele or uh, Brad Powers gives out. I'll tell you that. I'll guarantee you that right now. Yeah. And, and and if anybody isn't aware, there, there's these touts and services, and a lot of them have been around for years and years. And uh, you know, I I usually send our group the picks, just you know, for you know, and they do, and they're like Brad Powers newsletter and this Power Sweep newsletter, the the uh, North Coast Sports, they got great information. I, I'll I'll give them all the credit in the world for putting putting together, assembling that stuff. Uh, it, it's really good information, but their picks are not really yeah. going to be any better than ours. And uh, you know, I I think we kind of pride ourselves when we're when we're not just in a social environment when we're just drinking and we're just making silly bets. You know, everybody does that here and there. But if we're actually going to concentrate and try to give out good plays, that's what we do on this show. That's what we do when we send our picks in uh, to Job to do our. Uh, Pine Room picks in our uh, the ones we post on Twitter and Instagram. We're, we're not giving you just just him haul. Well, I kind of like this team. Like all those ones are ones that I'm betting myself and I'm trying to win just like you are. So um, I hope that we can continue to give out winners and, and do pretty well with it. I think we will. Um, and then you know what? Maybe someday we'll get good enough where we can uh, sell our picks yeah, or something like that's, that. That's uh, that's our that's going to be our next venture. I think so, and I I, I, li- I like it. I think uh, I think we we've done well enough to uh, earn that, right? So, uh, and I, and I think sometimes, honestly, I I we we do a lot of studying, but sometimes you just get a really guts, good yep. gut feeling, and I you know like several times in in my betting career, and I can remember vividly some of the ones that I really liked, and they they were yep. few and far <laughs> between, but when I got one, it was like I I just. I knew that it was going to be a winner. I just well, I just, one of your best that comes to mind immediately of the many was Army at Oklahoma a couple of years ago in football. I, I, I don't the know game why. ended up going to overtime. Overtime, a and huge Army, dog. Army was uh, Army like was four touchdowns. Four touchdown, yeah. and I told guys, I I actually told you guys, said they had a chance to win the to game. Bet, I told them early. I said bet the money line on Army. I I don't know why Oklahoma was in a bad spot, and yeah. I just had a gut feeling that I loved. To, several years ago, I loved Notre Dame to to just beat the shit out of South Florida, and they beat right. forty six to nothing, I believe. Yep. And see, to me, to me, when they give out these uh, games of the year or games of the week, those shouldn't be ones that 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 come down to the squeak to the, it out yeah. to squeak it out to cover. Misses I think a field goal. Or something, there are yeah. so many games out there that cover easily. I think if you're a really good handicapper. You you just can't say all oh, next week is our game of the week just on a flyer that yep. just because you're gonna you're you know it's time to give out a, the plate you can't just say okay week eight we're gonna give our <laughs> play of the week, yeah. because you might not have one you really really like but they're yeah. gonna try to sell you on that so Absolutely. I just like it as 
as time goes to to you know when I get a really good gut feeling as you do sometimes yeah um, you know and sometimes in golf you really get a really really good feel on a guy or NASCAR you just know he's gonna now obviously there's a lot of variables but sure. if things play out but you're you right know. the 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 gut feeling is really important and when you follow the stuff closely right, right. you know it it it, it kind of leads itself to that whereas you kind of have a pulse of the way teams are playing or whatever like the other on Monday I kind of knew Miami would beat Duke pretty bad uh in basketball just you know Duke's off a giant win in a rivalry game and Miami kind of was a game that they should have beat Duke at Duke and they bounced back at home and beat them. And sometimes those you look at the lines and they are just yeah. they're just off. They're not right. right. I mean the Mountaineers yeah. given um uh Auburn. Auburn yeah. was coming in f- right. uh, at 15 in the country. Right. Mountaineers were struggling on Mountaineers were giving them and their favorite. uh like three and a half. You knew something it was too easy to take Auburn there. Yes. It was just too easy. So you think Something's fishy about this, and somebody knows something. Mountaineers that, have been an interesting team. Yes, they on have. The spread for the last the last three games: their Auburn yes. game, their Oklahoma game, and then tonight's game. All games where you would say some guys would say, "Wow, the Mountaineers favored in all yes. these." So far, they're two uh, two for two, and that would they do tonight. Me, so. Tonight, if they if they beat Iowa State by by six or seven points, yep, I agree. So a uh, couple things, just just housekeeping before we go. Uh, one thing, if you haven't been on this Vancouver Canucks, uh, we didn't talk much hockey here. Chris, our hockey guru, is off today. He's got a big, big basketball game. Park girls over at uh, Union Local tonight. Uh, Vancouver Canucks twenty five and one to the yes goal in the first ten on the road this year. They will be in action again tomorrow and Saturday. So wow, uh, you won't miss, you won't see tomorrow, but get on them for the weekend. And then a uh, couple of things I wanted to mention these. Tra- Trends in the NHL off the All-Star break for the last couple of years have been incredible. So guys have been tracking these, and they're hitting almost to 80%. Now, this is a team who has played a game post-All-Star break, then playing a team who has not. And there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of these games on Saturday. So you will listen to this before then. Uh, And these plays are the Oilers against the Senators. Um, The team I'm going to tell you first is the team you want. So you want the Oilers against the Senators. Oilers will have played twice. Senators have not played. Flames over the Sabres. Flames will have played twice. Sabres have not played until Saturday. Islanders over the Canadians. Rangers over the Hurricanes. Coyotes over the Blues. The Blackhawks over the Jets. And the Penguins on the road against the Kings. All those teams, the Penguins, Blackhawks, Coyotes, Rangers, Islanders, Flames, and Oilers have all played at least two games before these other teams have come back off the break. And it has shown that the rust factor is really, really uh, you know, heavily influenced into these outcomes. And these teams tend to struggle to get their lungs back, to get their passing back, uh, all their tempo back. So be looking at those. Maybe even some unders in those games, but then you run the risk there of the one team that that we like maybe blowing them out. Uh, I'll be anxious to see how that goes. Again, nothing's guaranteed, but those are almost at an 80% clip over the last four seasons uh, since they started to do these different all-star formats. So hopefully you can get get a few winners there. Uh, the Caps, Bruins, in Toronto, and Columbus, those games are both teams that haven't played in, in almost two weeks. So both of those games, I'm going to lean to the under in those, hoping that they're a little bit rusty. But uh, other than that, Coach, uh, anything? Oh, real quick, Jarrett mentioned this yesterday to us about the bad beat. So I always put a bad beat every week. This Portland Pepperdine game, I ended up going through this. Remember he was telling us about this yesterday? Yes, yes. Uh, crazy. Portland, Portland's minus one and a half in this game. They're leading 92 to 89. This is in double overtime, so obviously this is a pretty even game. Pepperdine kid races down the floor and scores 1.3 seconds left. He gets fouled. They're trailing 92-91. 
They got to make the free throw to tie to send this to a third OT. He misses the free throw. The Portland guy rebounds it, rebounds it with .6 seconds. It actually, the clock looked like it expired. Well, he gets fouled like immediately. He grabs the ball, gets fouled. There was probably still at least a few tenths of a second left. He gets fouled by the Pepperdine guy. So well, he, he swings his elbow. So, but if, but if nothing happens there, Port, it, it, all he's got to do is make one of the two yes. to to cover the spread. Yes, correct, absolutely. Okay. So he swings his elbow in kind of like backing the guy off of him who's trying to foul him. Elbows the dude in the face. After uh, you know a couple minutes of deliberation between the officials, they assess a technical foul to the Portland guy, but they also had to play the actual live game foul with the foul from the Pepperdine kid. So the Portland kid goes to the line, shoots two. He makes one, so it's 93-91 Portland. Yep. Then the Pepperdine kid gets to shoot the technical. He makes the first one, he misses the second one. It's 93-92. Pepperdine, since it was a technical foul, they maintained possession. So they're inbounding the ball under the uh, Portland basket with .6 seconds, and they run a play that our good friend of the podcast, Coach Crutchfield, would run for years, uh, just did it all the time with Shane Maynard. Uh, Dan Bingley would throw the ball up to him. It's a lob play right under the basket, and the Portland guy was asleep, and the Pepperdine guy made the basket to buzzer, and they won 94 Just when you think you've seen it all. Yeah, it's just uh, how many ways can you lose it's in basketball? Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's always tough. So anyway, uh, that'll do it for us on Better's Last Dan. It was good to have Coach back. We're going to talk uh, plenty more stuff the rest of the year. we got tons of golf, NASCAR on the horizon, baseball right around the corner. going to talk a bunch about baseball win totals and all that stuff. So anyway, have a great Super Bowl weekend. Everybody be safe. Drink up, eat up, and uh, hit some boards, hit some bets. Follow us on our uh, social media at the Pine Room Podcast. Be sure and check out all of our picks, our official picks for the weekend. Uh, until then, we will see you next week on Better's Last Stand. And thanks to everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Play heads on the toss. There you go. Heads. See ya. 